The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hey there, it's Jennifer here. I'm so glad you're listening today. Just thanks so much for stopping in the midst of your busy day, or maybe you're driving and you haven't stopped, but listening, because we want to encourage one another, don't we? We we want to encourage one another to grow in our faith, to grow closer to God, just to constantly be changing and learning and growing, and that's what we're here to do today, and we're in the middle of a series. It's called There's Got to Be a Better Way. Simply pray. God wants to hear from us. He wants to know what's going on in our lives, what's on our hearts, and he wants us to mature in prayer. So we're going to hear a clip of a sermon from the church next door. But one of the things I, I wanted to read you a verse in first Samuel twelve twenty two. it says, for the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you. And I will teach you what the way that is good and right. Be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. Isn't that a powerful verse? I love that verse. You know, God is not going to reject you when you pray. God is not going to reject me when I pray. He wants to hear from his kids and he loves us so That is my encouragement to you today. As we begin to talk to him, he restores us. And when you surrender your life to him in prayer, there's something that he does that just restores those broken places in your life. I I remember specifically being in sixth grade and laying on my face by my bed on the floor saying, God, God, I'm so selfish. I need your help. I know everything I want it to be about me, me, me. And God spoke to me and restored me and, and helped me to see how to follow him. I remember doing that again when I had little boys laying on my face on my floor in our, in our cellar basement and saying, God, I, I am, I just need you so much. And we were, we didn't know what the next stage in our life was going to be. And at that time, God opened a door, a door for us to come to Columbus, Ohio, and to to be pastors. We're, we've been here for 23 years in Columbus, Ohio, at the church next door. But I, I spent many days when the boys were taking their nap on my face on the floor um, and saying, God, you know, just restore everything broken. I want to serve you. I want to honor you. And that's a way that you can pray. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today. You'll you'll listen in and, and hear this clip in just a minute. But I challenge you, if you've never done that, just laid flat on your face in prayer on the floor and say, God, I need you to restore my heart. I surrender my life to you. And just give him everything. Just tell him every burden, every disappointment and fear. Fear. There's so many worries and fears, you know, that we're all facing right now and within our own, you know, nation, within the world. We see so much darkness. Just just tell him, tell him about it. You know, King David would lay on 
prostrate, <laughs> you know, lay on the floor and talk to the Lord. And he's just waiting. He's just waiting to hear from you. And he wants to hear from you. Why don't we listen to this clip here um, from the sermon? There's got to be a better way. There's many places in prayer that you can go. I like to think of prayer as a destination. I love to go to coffee with a friend and I look forward to that all day so we can talk. And if you think about prayer in your life, it's, it's a place that you're going to experience that time with God. So I brought you my umbrella. Whoop! Mary Poppins. <laughs> Not really, but I wanted, <laughs> I was trying to think of an illustration to show you visually how we can imagine this, okay? This is the holiness of God, okay? And I want you and I to have an awareness of the very real presence of God that's covering you, that's protecting you, but that's going with you everywhere you go. You may not see it, but it's there. You may not know it, but he's there. He's right there. And, and to live a life with an awareness of the holiness of God. So when you drive your car and you're busy and you're, you're working and you're doing and you're cleaning, but he's there. And if I want to tell him a little quick something, he, he's right there. He's not a God that's far off. And he's looking and he's waiting and he just wants you to tell him. Imagine, you know, here, he, here you are, you're sitting at the family dinner and everybody's cutting up and chatting. And, and all of a sudden you look across the table and you say, oh God, would you encourage that one? Have you ever done that? Or maybe you're in your boardroom at work and, and, and everybody's talking about plans and you, God, I, I need wisdom. Just, just give me wisdom. Show us. Lord, we need your help. You know, he's there. He's right there. As you go throughout your week and you find these places of prayer, he's so close. He's closer than you think. And he wants to communicate with you. So the first place of prayer that I want us to go to is a surrendered place. You know, Jesus taught us this in the Lord's Prayer. He taught us how to pray. And he said, not thy, my will, but thine be done. Right? Oh, this is the toughest one when he taught us to pray, right? We've all struggled with that one. Well, I like to pray the surrendered prayer on my knees cleaning my kitchen floor. And the reason is because my mother-in-law taught me how to clean my kitchen floor. <laughs> but you get down and you get low. And so when you're down there, it is dirtier than you realize. <laughs> how does this happen, right? So while I'm down there, this is how it goes, the surrendered prayer. Miss Jennifer says, God, I want to do this and this and this and this, and this is my idea, and these are my plans. And I, I don't know if you realize I can be very strong-willed, and you are shocked by that. But I tell him everything, and I just, this is the way we should do it. God, I know this would be good. And, I, you know, I don't hesitate to lay it all out. Okay, but then there has a transition. And while I'm still down as low as I can be, I say, God, but I submit to you. And I, I, I give it all to you, and I surrender it to you because you are my boss. Because I am under you, because you are sovereign, because you are the king of kings. You are the Lord of my life, and I wanted it this way, but I'm saying it's your way. And I give you permission to move. I give you permission to speak. I give you permission to do things how you want to do things in my life. 
And I surrender and I submit to you. And we have these conversations. That's the surrendered prayer. It's a great way to pray. You know, if you pray with reverent submission to God's will, you're going to go far higher than by asserting your own will. A next place to go in prayer is a proven place. People say this to me all the time. Well, how do you know he's going to answer? How can you be sure that he would really answer my prayer? Well, there's one way that you can be proven, and that is when you pray the scripture. When you pray the word of God, it is like an arrow. It is like shooting an arrow into your situation. You might have to dig, and you might have to look for a while until you find a scripture that really fits your situation. But once you find it, I challenge you to pray and to stand on it and to don't, don't let it go until he has accomplished it. There was a time in my life where I prayed Luke 1, 64 to 80 for my boys for a year. And I'm still standing that those things will be accomplished. I've seen many of them happen. But we can stand on his word. We can trust it. It's reliable. It's trustworthy. So find yourself a scripture. You know, I was in a hospital parking lot this year, and I said, God, I have no words. Before I go in to see this person, I have no words. And when you have no words, scripture is a great way to pray. And I'm sitting there in the parking lot, and just bloop into my heart was Ephesians 3.20. And I felt, for, for Jennifer, I am able to do immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine or even think because my power is at work. So it was all I could do. I took that scripture and I went in. And that, I said, let's pray this verse in Ephesians. And she said, that's my favorite book in the Bible. So we prayed that. But you know, I've held on to that scripture and I've continued to pray that for that person. That is my prayer for that person. When you pray the word of God, there is a power in it. Because it's living, and it's breathing, it's active. That lady that I went to pray with that day was told that she would never walk again. And there was a, a tumor on her spine, and she, she was so funny. We had a good laugh. Um, this very world-renowned surgeon, he was from France, came to look at her specific situation, and she, she, he said, there was just a huge percentage chance that when he removed the tumor that she would never walk again. And so you can imagine how I felt in that parking lot, parking garage, going to visit her. And so I brought, I, I came in with that Ephesians 3.20 that God could do immeasurably more. And, and we, when we sat and talked and prayed, she said that she told the surgeon <laughs> that when you go in to remove that tumor, she said it's going to just peel out like a grape. It's just going to peel out like a grape. And he said, well, I hope you're right. And she said, my God is able to do immeasurably more. And that is exactly what happened. She, you know, we, we just finished our women's event uh, on Sunday, and she's leading a joy group. We're having joy groups. We did a Simply Joy women's event, and she's walking, and she is leading. And it's just amazing to me how immeasurably more God answered that prayer. There is no prayer too big to ask God for. And I hope you'll do that today. I hope that you will, will go to him surrendered. Like I said, I was on, on my kitchen floor many, many days telling God my ideas. And then I tell him, oh, 
Lord, I give all those ideas to you. I surrender all those plans to you. It's what you want. It's your way, your will. And, and Jesus really taught us that with the Lord's Prayer, didn't he? Oh, there's prayer is so rich. This is such a great week, you all. I, we just can't cover it all. If you want these show notes, why don't you email me, jennifer at jennifer-jackson.org, and I'll get you the show notes. I, I just want to know if you're listening. Let me hear from you. Send me a recipe. Maybe you have a show topic or Maybe you want to be on the show. I would love that. Uh, you're listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and it, it's been a great, great day. God is with us. So much going on. You know, I have a new book out. It's called Simply Joy. You can get that, too. Uh, but stay with us. We're going to be right back. We have a guest in just, just a few minutes. Stay right here. Stay right here.